So welcome, welcome, welcome. So today we're going to be talking about how the whole 30 program has improved my own group coaching program and also some insights of how it improved me personally. So I'm so happy that you are here. And if you are a health coach, a wellness entrepreneur, you are in the right spot because here every week on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time, I give a free training. And this week is a unique one. And I'm so happy that you are tuning in. If we haven't met yet, I am your host, Lori Campa. I am a working health coach, so I see clients individually. I also do an online detox program, and I'm a wellness educator with companies and organizations. So I also train health coaches that happened accidentally about five years ago, and I love doing that. And I help health coaches to have a profitable business with their wellness business, doing exactly what we all love to do. So many health coaches just have asked me over the last five, six years, you know, what are the steps that they need to earn that full-time income? And I do think I'm always going to stick to this, that we need these three branches. We need to have individual coaching clients. Those are the high-end clients. We need to have a group coaching program that's going to be less expensive and also wellness workshops, because though that's the way place that feed new people into your programs. So I hope you stick around because I'm going to tell you all about the Whole30 program, how I did it with a holistic nutritionist with a six-week group coaching program, and how it gave me some insights on my own group coaching program and my personal health. So please turn up any notifications, maybe even grab a notebook. You may want to be taking some notes here. And this training has a sponsor. And since I get to choose a sponsor, it is brought to you by my online course, Workshops Done Academy, which is the most comprehensive program for growing your wellness business with wellness workshops. So you can create that life and that business you've always imagined. So I want to hear from some of you. How many of you have a group coaching program? So just come in, whether you're Facebook Live or in the comments with a big yes. There's many health coaches here that are probably in the same boat as I am, that I run a five-day whole foods cleanse. Maybe you run a detox. Maybe you run some kind of reset program that has to do more with food. So come into the comments and give me a yes if you have a group coaching program that's focused on eating whole foods to cleanse, to reset. And I think I'm going to just quick look. Yes, it looks like I'm seeing lots of yeses here. So you are in the right place. So first of all, I want to start off by talking about what is Whole30. So Whole30 is a 30-day self-experiment, and it's designed to change our health, our habits, our relationship with food. And some of you, I'm sure, knew about it way before I did because it started in 2009. And I just love their tagline. It's just like, change your life in 30 days, right? We know how powerful as health coaches, how powerful it is when we change what we eat. My own personal story, a lot of you know, was in a major accident, couldn't work for over two years with a traumatic brain injury. And after the medical route said, you're going to have to stay on disability, you're going to have to figure out how to live with pain and anxiety, depression. And I said, no, thank you. And that's when I changed my diet, I started to reduce my stress, I started to holistically change things, and realized, wow, why didn't I know this? Everyone should know this. So that's why I went back to school and doing this exactly why I'm doing it. So other people don't have to suffer like I did for so many years and so much pain. So the Whole30 program helps to discover 
how different foods react to the body. So it's not a weight loss program. It's not a detox or a cleanse or any quick fix diet, but it is a real, like a complete reset. It's a 30 day program that's designed to help you improve your health, your habits, and your relationship with food. So on the whole 30, you are eating a lot of meat, um, seafood, eggs, tons of veggies, of course, fruit and natural fats. So what you are not eating, um, anything that has to do with sugar. So that includes, <laughs> this is the hardest for me, no honey or maple syrup, because in my own program, I do allow honey and maple syrup. And I do creatively know how to make really good treats with that honey and maple syrup. Um, no alcohol, uh, no grains. And so for me with the grains, like oatmeal is a staple, rice, quinoa, corn. So those are not allowed. Um, legumes are not allowed. So um, black beans and chickpeas were the hardest for me. And then of course, dairy. So, and you, they say that you don't want to bake any treats. So I couldn't make my pancakes that I like with just the banana and the eggs. I'm sure you've all made those. Um, you are not allowed to step on a scale to weigh yourself and you're not allowed to measure yourself. And the reason for that is they want you to notice things that are happening in your body that are not measurable, that you cannot step on a scale and see this is good or bad. So that was my first aha when I did the program, because I thought, wow, that's, that's amazing that I talk about with my program, looking at the, all the non-scale victories, but do I really live that way? No, I wasn't. So um, I'm going to talk more at the end about how all this is changing my group program. But first, I just want to get a clear understanding so you know what the group, the whole 30 program is, why I did it, and what I personally saw from it. So when you do the whole 30 program, 100% for 30 days, you take out those foods we just talked about, you add in nutritionally dense foods, right? And we all know as health coaches, there is not a one-size-fits-all approach to anybody, right? We have this bioindividuality that one food might be wonderful for one person and it might bring pain on for somebody else. So just as my detox is elimination diet, um, same as the whole 30, it helps you figure out what's right for you and what's not right for you. Uh, now, the difference with the whole 30 is they don't want you to do the whole 30 forever. They just want you to do it for 30 days. You can go a little bit further with it, 45, 60 days, but it's not supposed to be sustainable. You also need time after the whole 30 for reintroduction, and that takes about 10 days. But they really talk about a complete shift in their goal is to have you look a different way at your life, how you feel differently, um, that we have, right, this one body that we are given. And for the first 40 some years of my life, I mean, I did not even think about how I was treating my body. I felt like I I look back and I treated it with disrespect, like a garbage can, because I put junk in it. I was drinking Diet Cokes. I was eating pizza and processed foods, and I didn't know the power that food can have. So we need to think about how are we respecting and really treat our gut bodies with the quality and the nutrients that it needs. And I know I'm preaching to the choir here. You all know that. So they also, I love the terminology that Whole30 uses because they say, they're not eliminating foods because they're bad. 
right? They're eliminating them because they're unknown, that these foods can be problematic um, because we don't know if it's going to work for Jenny or if it's going to work for Kelly, right? Everybody has to test them out. So food is not good or bad. And when we attach this morality to food, it's part of why we have this unhealthy and complex relationship with food and with our bodies in the first place. So when I first heard that, I thought, oh my goodness, that's an aha moment for me because so often my clients would talk about feeling bad, doing bad. They were bad because they had this and how to um, talk about this as in a way of not attaching this morality to food that I was already talking about it, but now this was a better way to talk about with my coaching clients that we are not good nor bad based on what we eat. And so many, I would say about 90% of my clients were attaching being bad when they ate bad foods and cheated. Um, I always let everyone know, whether it's a business coaching client or a health coaching client, that I expect you to slip. I expect you to have some failures. And I love that because that's when you're going to have the greatest growth. Most of you have heard me talk about this before and whole 30 confirms that exact thing. So the whole 30 program is also it's not just about food, but it's about a shift in a positive direction for the health in life. So I want to hear from you guys come into the comments and let me know, have you ever completed a whole 30? Um, so say yes, or if it's been a partial whole 30, let me know where you are at with your whole 30 experience. Let me know if it's partial. Yes. Okay, so some are no. Okay. Yeah. So we have a little bit all over the board of yes and no's. Okay. So that's so great because I think it's wonderful when we have this diff these different experiences that we can try different things. When we are selling a program, people ask me, how is this different from the whole 30? And I would just rattle off a few things, but when you actually do something for 30 days, you can experience it. You're more authentic about it. So I completed my first whole 30 in May and I completed it. It ended the day before I turned 50 years old. So the first food that I reintroduced, I think you all can imagine 50th birthday. It was wine. I had organic Chardonnay on my 50th birthday. So that wasn't what was suggested to be the first food. Actually, no, it was alcohol was the first one to suggested to reintroduce. So, but I had so many personal and professional insights. So I just am excited to share more about what I learned. So why did I sign up? So I first heard about the Whole30 diet when I was at school at the Institute of Integrated Nutrition. And one of my health coach friends said, hey, um, I'm doing this Whole30 program. You want to do it with me? And I'm like, sure. And we didn't really connect that much. She just started a Facebook group, um, and but she didn't do a lot with it and it was free. I didn't read any books. She just said, this is what you can eat and this is what you can't. She did the best she could with what she knew at the time. I didn't even tell anybody that I was doing this. And so I tried to follow the guidelines, but I didn't have support. I didn't know enough about the program. I didn't have recipes to choose from. And so I lasted 11 days and I've heard this story over and over again. And so right then and there, I realized how important it is 
to have support when you're doing something new, especially when it's so big as a whole different way of eating, right? So I realized, wow, a health coach is imperative for a group program. And it really can make or break the success of how that program really is laid out and how people complete it, feel good about it, right? And I also noticed that when I was doing the whole 30, there's also that time to reintroduce the foods at the end. And that takes 10 days to do that, right? So giving more time like that. So when I first started my whole foods cleanse, which is geared towards beginners. So my cleanse um, is much easier than a whole um, 30. I understood though that importance of how I held that space for my participants and that I can support them to complete the program and to help them to be aware of how they feel mind, body, and soul, to tell them it's 100% expected, we're gonna reintroduce, but to talk to them afterwards about the feelings that are gonna come up, not just a start and an end to the program, right? So when my friend, Amanda Miller, she's a holistic nutritionist up in Canada, she's also a Whole30 certified coach, she had a masterclass and her masterclass was all about healthy eating has nothing to do with willpower. And I tuned into her webinar to take notes and to give her feedback on her webinar and how to help her with her sales and different things like that. So I had no intention of signing up for her program. So, but I felt at the time that it spoke to me, what she was saying. And I felt I have this healthy approach to food, but I never did test out how grains are on me, the rice, the quinoa, the oatmeal. I've never tested out how legumes are for me. And plus at that time in May, I felt like I kind of went back to some of my unhealthy ways from the first 40 years of my life. I was starting to eat um, tortilla chips a lot more. I was starting to eat more granola. Um, so all clean food, but eating too much of it, right? So they wasn't nutrient dense, the foods that I need to support myself. So I felt at the time I was not 100% in control of my food. And this would be a great reset. But I you know, put it down as a business expense because I knew that by having this experience, I was going to be a better health coach in the end. I was going to be able to feel what it's like to be a participant so that I can rework my group coaching experience and even my individual coaching experience a little bit differently. So Whole30, it highlights all the ways that we use food in a dysfunctional way, right? So it helps you realize that food can be used as a reward, um, as a comfort to relieve stress, anxiety, to numb those uncomfortable feelings. And I have known that I, I do this, but the whole 30 was really like the slap in the face because it wasn't just five days of it. It was 30 whole days that I did feel whenever I'd feel uncomfortable or behind or stressed, I would grab a bowl of granola. I wasn't hungry. I just wanted that comfort. I would also sometimes cover up with a glass of wine or something like that. I'm sure if I ask, go ahead, give me in the Facebook comments, give me in the Zoom comments. Have you ever masked your feelings with food or drink? I'm sure every single person, we have all been there, right? We've all been there. So the hardest part for me though, with the whole 30 
was the fact that they said you cannot step on a scale for 30 days. And I hate to even say this, but I did everything 100%. But after three weeks, I just couldn't take it anymore. And I stepped on the scale. But before I stepped on, I realized I had this big aha moment that, oh, I never thought I had a relationship with the scale before. I absolutely have a relationship with the scale. And the reason why Whole30 is saying not to have this go on the scale is for the thoughts that I was having before I stepped on. I thought, if the scale is showing that I'm higher in weight, I'm going to feel really bad about myself. I'm going to feel that what am I doing wrong with this program? If it's showing that I'm the same weight, but I haven't lost any weight, then I'm going to be disappointed that maybe I'm not working as hard as I should at this. Um, and if I lost weight, that I would feel good about myself. So I had this big aha moment that that scale is going to dictate how I would feel. And then it would dictate the, oh, the rest of my time with Whole30. So I did step on the scale. I did lose a couple pounds and it did make me feel good. But I now understand the reasoning behind not stepping on the scale. And with my clients, we do talk about the scale and some of them want to step on the scale every day, some of them once a week. Um, and with the five-day detox that I run, we do the scale before and after. And now I'm rethinking that is so soon to step on the scale. Now, what I liked about the Whole30, how it's similar to my Whole Foods cleanse is that it's no counting calories, you're not really tracking food. Um, but again, they say, you know, no measuring your body or no weighing yourself during the entire program. So I loved that the Whole30 really focused on looking at non-scale victories. And even though in my program, I talk, I feel like I talk about it a lot, Whole30 really honed in on this. So, um, you know, just seeing how your clothes fit. And I do live in, you know, in the summer in dresses and yoga pants and shorts. So I don't always have a big difference in how my clothes fit. But I have one pair of joggers that I tried on in early May that was really too tight for me to wear because it had a button and a zipper. And so I did try that on during the whole 30 and I felt nice that it felt more comfortable. But I also was honing in more on my cravings that, oh, they are not as uncontrollable as they were. I'm not feeling as hungry, you know, and just feeling proud of myself. So, and if I know a lot of you said that you have not done a whole 30 uh, plan before, or even if you have, my friend Amanda has some free recipes up on her website. And I'll send you, and actually, let me just copy and paste this. So if you're curious about a meal plan, let me put this in the Zoom call and also in the Facebook group here. So you guys can see um, what a meal plan looks like. And what's so fun about this is that Oh, you know what? And I have to make sure everybody can see this. I had it on host and panelist. So here is a link to get a whole week of um, meal planning. So this is a five-day meal plan from Amanda Miller, the holistic nutritionist. And these are her, some of her favorite recipes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And so I did the whole 30 back in May, but because she gives a whole new set of recipes every five days, I'm still making the meals today. So in the free recipes that you're gonna get, I've made 
all of them are ready. Um, so the everything bagel salmon is wonderful because we eat salmon at least once a week. So it's just a nice, easy way of how to mix up the seasoning. I just made the slow cooker cacciatore last week and I loved it because it was just like opening cans of artichokes, opening a can of tomato, putting down the chicken breast, the spices. Now I did chop some peppers and some onions, but everyone in the family loved it. So that's going to be made again. Um, I like to make everything double batch. So I made like the turkey basil meatloaf, huge. Next time I'm going to make those in muffins, um, but so good. The chicken salad wraps were so good. And I just haven't used mayonnaise in years. And so Whole30 brought back some things that I haven't used for a while. And I love the brand Primal Kitchen. If you have it, I'm sure a lot of you are aware of it at your stores, but you can get salad dressings, mayonnaise, all these different things that are Whole30 compliant. So then you know it's also going to be compliant for your detox. So I learned about other easy foods that I can suggest during my whole foods cleanse to other people. So like the chicken salad wraps has the whole 30 mayonnaise in it, um, which I just loved having. And then like the Southwest frittata has canned green chilies. It's just something that I just never have bought canned green chilies. So now I always have them because I tend to make a frittata every single week, but she has a recipe in there for like beef stew, a bacon veggie breakfast skillet. Um, I love the one pan chicken balsamic bake. I do make that again, double the recipe. And then I do roasted vegetables so I can eat the whole family can eat off it for a few days. So what I learned also is that Amanda, when she gave the recipes, she only gave five days at a time. So I never felt overwhelmed by having a 30 day meal plan. It was just felt really achievable that she was doing it this way. Um, I also noticed that some of the recipes were her own, but the majority of them she found online from other coaches, from other nutritionists, from other dietitians. And she just, she put it down and then had a link. And that gave me an aha moment because I've been running my group online, my group online detox program for so many years that I have no more new recipes to give, but I'm constantly trying your recipes on Pinterest and need to think about not having to recreate a re recipe from Pinterest, but to just use it the way it is. If I like it and just do a source on the bottom to say, this was the source. This is the link that you can find more information. So it gave me this kind of, um, like, it's okay. You don't have to come up with 30 new recipes, right? Um, and also, I think that my program at five days is just not long enough. So I'm definitely going to be changing the length of it. Um, so I'm going to be doing a survey to see if people want to do it for 10 days or 14 days. But I believe 14 days is what it's going to be changing towards. Because when you go through, when I do that five-day program, I notice that some people on day four are still on that hangover phase, right? They're not really out of it yet over that five days. And I love it, Whole30, they call day four the 
kill all things that ever people get, everybody gets on your last nerves. And, but just to know like this too shall pass, right? But five days may not be long enough. So, and again, to have that time for reintroduction, to not just say, this is how you do it, but to have it part of your program, how to um, systematically reintroduce those foods so that they can pay attention to how they impact your cravings, mood, energy, sleep, digestion, body composition, pain, everything like that. Now, Amanda also did a Facebook Live once a week where I was going twice in that five days, a Zoom call also on Facebook. So it was more interactive, people had more time to talk, but then it made it longer for everybody. So I really liked how she um, only had us comment, we weren't coming on live or anything, and she was keeping it simple to once a week and having a theme to that. I also love how Whole30, they talk about how doing the Whole30 is not hard, like fighting cancer, is what's hard. Feeling tired all the time is hard. Like waking up to aches and pains is hard. Taking pills you don't want to take is hard. Having fruit for dessert is not hard, right? And so when people, when I'm selling it, my detox, sometimes they think, I don't think I can go this long without wine. I don't think I can go this long. So to rephrase it, to say, you know, what's hard is that you come home from work and you need to have that glass of wine and you're exhausted and it's too hard for you to play with your kids, right? That's not right. That it's not hard to do this. And that our relationship with food is absolutely an emotional one. We all know that. But at the end of my program, my goal is I want them to feel in control of their food, to use the tools that they've learned to maintain that control long after like that diet part is technically over. But I feel that after going through the whole 30, I understand that my participants need a little bit more time for them to change their mindset, to see that it is possible for them to change. So I'm going to start to tell them like the plan's going to include time at the end for you to fall off the wagon, you know, so that they are prepared for it, that it's not failure as part of the process, so that I will be there for them in the group for when that happens. And to let them know that, yes, okay, there's going to technically be a start and a finish for the actual program. But it's really an experience that doesn't have a start and a stop, that it's you're teaching them this ever evolving cycle that they're going to reset they're going to find their balance, their joy, but then they're going to go off balance, right? Then they're going to reset again, find their balance. It's going to keep repeating. And that's really what we're teaching them. And that every time when they go off balance, it's going to be less and less time. I mean, that's what's happening for me anyway, especially. But so we need to give that um, awareness about this repeat of this cycle, that it's going to make it easier for them to make these conscious decisions, not to say, I ruined it all. I ate a cupcake. Okay, tomorrow I'm just going to go all in and eat all junk food. We've all been there. We've all had clients who have done this. So we need to talk about adding more support when the program is technically over, because that's the hardest part. And we all, I know, want to make a difference in our clients' night, our lives. I also love how Whole30 talks about, it's not 30 days, it's one day. It's one meal, it's one bite. And just like the AA program, it's you know one day at a time, that to break it down to, it's one bite at a time, right? 
in the five day detox, um, I have it that coffee is optional, that I, it's encouraged to eliminate, but that it's okay. You know, sometimes if, if it's as we want to meet them for where they're at, we want to make sure that they have either black coffee or almond milk or coconut milk. It's usually what's going to be put in, but we have to think about meeting our clients exactly where they're at so that we can help them get these aha moments because my program is much easier than a whole 30. It's perfect for beginners. The whole 30 is perfect for us. It's perfect for like health coaches, for people who have done this. Now, I do want to talk about cost and then we're going to wrap up here. What I'd love to is that Amanda charges um, $249. Now, this is Canadian. So it's probably more around like $200 in US. And don't quote me on that because I did not figure this out. But my detox program is 77. So when we can make it a little bit longer, more substantial, make a bigger impact on their lives, it's also going to be more money in that. So they're going to be more committed to the program because when I paid that to Amanda, of course, I'm going to finish that program. I'm not going to waste $250, right? So have you been, I want to hear in the comments, have you been group coached before? Have you been in a program that somebody supported you throughout it so that when you had some slips, whether it's business-wise or food-wise, that they were able to help change that mindset on the dive, that you weren't, you weren't going to stay stuck. You weren't going to stay in that low part that you were able to go up. So, so Amanda is going to have a whole 30 coming up. And um, I don't even think the sales page is up yet or anything. because it's not until September 13th. Um, that's when it officially starts. So I think she's going to have it up soon, but I'm going to do it again. And I just thought it would be so much fun for all of us to do this together. Together. So if this is something that you are interested in, it's a six week group coaching program. Again, I don't even know if she has it up or not yet, but just go ahead and get her free recipes today so that you can get on her meal, get on her email list. And then also she is going to be having a new masterclass coming up. And so keep an eye out for that because she does an amazing job um, with educating that. But okay, so Diane saying, so are there suggestions for other activities, um, like something other than drinking a glass of wine or cocktail after a long day, like breathing or meditation or taking a walk? Yeah, Amanda, or yeah, Diane. So the whole 30 absolutely talks more about um, other things besides food. Absolutely. So Diane also does a five-day detox plan similar to mine. So that is very similar. Um, I also love that there is a lot of, um, there are some recipes for some mocktails um, to do that as well. But yeah, it's um, being uncomfortable um, and noticing that this craving for this glass of wine probably is only going to last about three to five minutes. And so what do you need to do in that three to five minutes? Because yeah, I agree, Diane, that when we have those cravings, um, like for me, I like to drink a glass of water and take a walk around the block and then come back and reassess. Do I always do that? Absolutely not. But in my ideal world, that is what I like to do. Um, but breathing, I think is a, an amazing thing for that. So uh, yeah, Diane says the stories we tell ourselves. Yeah, Sandy said she's never tried a Whole30 program. Oh, Sandy, we should do it together. It is really an interesting um, experience as a health coach to do it and just to learn um, from somebody else as well. And I'm just going to come into the Facebook group real 
quick to see if there's any questions. Otherwise, I will let you guys go. Oh, yeah. So, oh, Amanda is on here. So, hello, Amanda. Yeah. Okay. So, Gwen was saying that she owns a book, but she hasn't, um, hasn't read it yet. But, yeah, if you don't have the whole 30 book, it's a 30-day guide to total health and food freedom. Uh, I absolutely recommend this book and I have taken many of the recipes in here, but I've also taken this book and I've highlighted things and wrote, oh, you know, like D next to things, meaning, oh, I need to add that to my detox or something that just really sets apart um, from what I'm already doing. I'm also in the process of reading the whole 30s food freedom forever. And that's really about what to do after the whole 30 program. So it's more insight for me as a health coach on how to help other people. So if you haven't gone to read those books or been on a whole 30, I would highly recommend, again, go to the link so you can get Amanda's um, five-day plan with all of the free recipes because I know you guys are going to love them. But thank you guys so much for tuning in today. And next week, come back again every single Wednesday. I'm here for some free live training. And all the classes are listed in the Facebook group so you can see what the topic is and what we're going to be doing. And I'm going to be doing um, kind of a string of of workshops about webinars and about digital courses, about things online. So next week, I believe is about the 10 must-haves that every health coach needs to give a wellness webinar, a successful wellness webinar. And then we're going to be talking a little bit about my own digital course and if a digital course would be right for you. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm just seeing lots of thank yous. So thanks, everybody. See you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.